What you're about to listen to is part of the Podgods Network. If you go to podgodsnetwork.com, you'll find other great shows there too. Have a nice day. My calculations are correct. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious shit. I think it's episode 18 or 19. I can't, I've actually lost track since we skipped a, a week of recording. Thanks to me, mostly, not Sanj, because I was doing Memorial Day weekend. Yeah, but, uh, you were you were busy partying and totally forgot about doing the show. I was beaching it up, you know, because since you already have, like... Yeah, the you beach. Deep, deep. <laughs> oh my god. I get it. Ladies and gentlemen, see what he does to me. He just like likes to make jokes right off the bat. He always seems to interrupt me during my intro. I can't stand it. All right, I quit. Oh, oh I'm the one that's that's arguing, and then he wants to quit. <laughs> one man, don't be like that. Uh, but anyway, it's another glorious night recording, and we are excited. And I've been dying to record. I know Sanchez, but I will. Ready to go and ready yeah. to start this. And it's episode 18. I just looked right now because our last one was episode 17. But boy. Awesome. Episode 18 is now officially starting. Well, actually, it started 20 seconds ago, maybe, but it's officially starting in my book. But uh, should we? I mean, do you have anything to say? I mean, I feel like I'm just like rambling one, like blah, 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 blah. Like, <laughs> yeah, everybody, welcome back to an mm-hmm. awesome episode that we're going to have for you in store. Uh, thanks for returning, you know. Um, but of course, before everything, we always got to give that love back. So let's get to some shout outs. Fans. Okay, my first and only shout-out has to go to Ali Oxenfree, and she's an Instagram follower, and she sent us, like, a ton, a ton of pictures that she tagged us in, mm-hmm. and it was about, like, she visited all the sites in of the Back to the Future movie, like George McFly's house, Lorraine McFly's house, Marty McFly's house in 1985, um, her boyfriend showing a video of him running down the hill. <laughs> yeah. Like, the hill of Twin Pines Mall, but I think what, what's the actual mall called now? The it, it, well, it's called now. It's always been this. It's called the Puente Hills Mall. Like out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's called the Puente Hills Mall. It's a, it's located up in you know the city of Industry. So yeah, so it's right next door to Puente Hills. I live in La Puente, so um, actually no, it should be Puente Hills. I'm sorry, um, but yeah, it's the Puente Hills Mall. And, yeah, it's where they filmed Back to the Future. Now, the sad thing is, if you go there now, it, the exterior is is different on one end. They they remodeled it. They added, I think, a Burlington Coat Factory. So, it's no longer the same. Um, mm-hmm. But the outside is still, like, the, the, the parking lot, the little hill where Marty runs. And right there it says, 
you know, Twin Pines Mall, and then towards the end of the movie, it says Lone Pines Mall. Uh, that, you know, that section there is all still there, and stuff like that. So, and yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty cool, but it's right here. It's like, I'm, I, I don't even know why. I've, I, I've lived here for years. I always thought that was cool, but I've never, like, hey, I'm gonna take pictures, you know? Or even with myself there. Too. Like, you should have, like, seen, like, where they lived and everything like that. Like, yeah, and I've never done that. Like, I don't know why. Um, like, everything is, like, right by me, but I, yet I never did. Honestly, it's like living in Philadelphia where I'm from and not visiting the Liberty Bell or, or Independence Hall. And that's, like, the big thing where you should definitely see if you're a big history person. But since, I mean, we had our share of movies that were shot in Philadelphia, like National Treasure. Like, I've been up the streets. I walked the streets many times where they shot Especially yeah. the one where he gets first arrest, and it's right by South Street, it's by Society Hall, and it's a it's a cool place to see. And um, yeah, but Ali Oxenfree, she's been she actually lives in Philadelphia. She actually lives right around the corner from me. <laughs> so, and I haven't got to officially meet her yet, which is pretty cool. But she, her, and her boyfriend visited all these um, spots from the movie and tagged us in them since. Well, there's a story I will tell you guys after the shout-outs, but that's my only shout-outs. But thank you, Ali Oxenfree, for showing them to us. You're a great fan, and hopefully I'll get to meet you someday. Yeah. Sam, anything with you? Yeah, um, actually, I want to give a shout-out to uh, Dieter77, uh, this fan. He, um, I just want to point out, I, we, we had a little thing where if you give us a shout-out where you, you, know, you take a selfie holding... Anything on like a piece of paper or whatever, something that says I love 88 miles per hour podcast or I, I heart whatever, you can actually request a movie for us to do. So I put that out there, and the, so far the only person that has done that is, uh, like I said, Dieter77. He did that and he requested either we do Return of the Jedi or Empire Strikes Back. I'm like, I'm glad he gave us something good because <laughs> I know fans are going to have that option because that's why, like, you could include. It's basically you're giving us a shout out, so we give you that option to be like, all right, you choose our next movie. Why not? You know, include you guys because then it's like, you know, the fans could be a part of the show. So we're gonna do Empire Strikes Back pretty soon because I believe next week we're gonna have one of one of my uh, friends that I, I met through Brothers Bear, and he's he's a uh, loves '80s movies, so and he has a podcast of his own. So I believe the next episode we're gonna be doing um, Clue. So we're we just going to set up everything, and then soon right afterwards, we're going to be having um, the po podcasts about nothing. We're going to have those guys on, too. So we're going to start having guests, featured guests on the show uh, from other podcasts and stuff. So, yeah, so a lot of awesome things, you know, and especially, you know, we're going to have, you know, it's already the beginning of June, so we, we're going to have a, we're going to be posting this week. We're not as going to be posting the details of how to win a contest for 88 miles per hour podcast to win, once again, another cool you know, a uh, geek pack out there. So, yeah, so just stay tuned. Watch our wall. So, yeah, so there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, also, I um, mentioned about this whole Star Wars thing is actually today uh, Vans is putting out a whole collection of Star Wars uh, Vans. Oh, really? Yeah, it was actually, like, I was in the mall uh, Saturday because my little cousin, Jenna, she just turned 12, so we took her to the mall, and I said, buy whatever you want, you know, me and Joey took her there and then i'm passing by the van store and joey's like and joey's a big star wars fan he's like oh my god and it was like big in the window and it said um uh something like 
what is it, but Star Wars 2014, June 1st, this and that. And my and Joe's like, of course, the day that we're not at the mall, like the opening of like whatever like type of van set of vans is coming out for you know Star Wars and this and that. So it sounds pretty cool. I'm actually gonna look it up. Yeah, I'm actually looking at it right now. That this is awesome. Like the shoes look great. They they have it looks like they have a selection of six shoes. Uh, uh, the only one there's only two shoes that I'm really actually a fan of. The other ones look. Uh, very girly-ish, uh, so obviously they have shoes for the girls. I mean, because they have one. It's freaking Yoda, and then there's, like, a bunch of, like, looks like flowers or, like, sunflowers. I'm like, what the hell is that? Like, that that's dumb. And then the, Did you gotta show them to me. And then, like, well, actually... And another one with Yoda and more flowers. Okay, these are just, like, those are obviously girly, but those are stupid. And then they have one that looks like a, a cholo bandana with a bunch of, uh... <laughs> stormtroopers so i mean some of them are cool but it's just like those dc shoes that they had like it's kind of like i want to buy them but then i don't because then i'll never end up wearing them because i want i'd rather collect them but yeah well i mean like they're only gonna be out for a certain amount of time of course there'll be that one geek that's just gonna buy them all but never wear them <laughs> oh of course <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah yeah like i think that's another reason why vans are putting them out but why such a random time for them to put them out like it's not like you know why are you shining a light in my face <laughs> he's a gentleman he, he's distracting me here because everybody l- likes a cry baby <laughs> that's my voice and i don't get what i want mm-hmm. but yes and I, that just really like the, like it's just weird like they're putting out like a star wars brand but like it, nothing star wars is coming out but it's random why is that weird they do that all the time. There's, like, movies that haven't even been out, and yet they always do a line of Lego toys. Like, I mean, hell, they released the, 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 the hey, they released the Back to the Future uh, freaking, you know, set, like, of Legos, you know, last year, like, Back to the Future. It's not like they had a new movie coming out. I'm like, yeah, the Blu-ray came out, but still, like. Yeah, all right I mean, to release I mean, stuff. I mean, it's weird, like, in a cool way, but, like, I, I want to understand it. Like, I mean, like, what made them do this? Like, I thought it would be pretty cool to find out. Because it makes money. Why not? It's a marketing ploy to, hey, put something Star Wars, people will love it. Though they should have released it last month. I don't know why they waited to June. It would have made more sense to release it in, in May, so, like, May 4th. But I don't know. Yeah, like, that would have made more sense. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I mean, like it really matter. I mean, does it really matter if you don't know why they their shoes, or yeah. is it like bothering you so much that you can't sleep? Or like, why did they release Star Wars shoes? Eh. I'm curious, like a cat. That's always been what I was about. You know what? No, get out of here. We don't need you anymore for this show. I'll do it by myself. They call me Whiskers. <laughs> Where's eight hundred five OP? I'll do the show with him. You know what? Like, just chill, man. Like, I mean, nobody chill. It's chill. <laughs> All right, cool. So, so you did something special last week or earlier this yes. week, right? So, uh-huh. tell tell us all about it. Because uh, I don't even know about it. She doesn't talk to me anymore, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, I so do talk to you, but like everybody, Sanch and I have lives, and unfortunately, well, actually, I purposely didn't want to tell you, but then again, my geekness came out, and I kind of shared it on Instagram. If any of you guys saw, soul, soul. I can't say it correctly. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so I get a phone call from one of my friends, and he works at a movie theater. And they show classics 
um, I guess like 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 cinema classics every Wednesday of the week. And classics meaning like early Hollywood actual true classics, right? Like real like, you know, I, or or anything like what like classics how so like you know you could watch it like the bird or like the birds you know or something like that psycho like the, classics like that or your sense of classics where you're like oh 80s are classics man i'm like that's not a classic i mean it's old but you know it's still it's they're still you know not but that's what the title was called like that's what well they're said stupid that... <laughs> no, Dan said it's stupid to call something a classic because it's not that old i honestly the definition of the word classic to a lot of people especially people who live in i guess in my area like if we see something and we're like oh my god it's so classic oh my god like i could watch that over and over again it's so like it's so culty and it's yeah but but that's the thing it's like a you know a classic car when you see those like Awesome cars, like the ones that you would see from like the fifties and all that, like the rock. You're thinking of classic in that sort of way. Classic yeah, because that's classic. Why? Because that's old. That's truly old. Like you know, but like I hate when like eighties music they call them either classics or they say oldies. Like I already hear people calling eighties music oldies. It's not an oldies. Like oldies not- is like l- the doo wop, like all that stuff. Not not freaking uh, back to the future. Well, anyways, I I don't know why I interrupt. Go on. <laughs> Go okay. on. So he gets so he works at the movie theater and he says, Renata, Back to the Future is showing on Wednesday night in theaters for only one night. Are you down? And I said I said, Oh my god. I said, seeing Back to the Future in a movie theater, yes, I'm definitely gonna go see that. And I was so excited because I noticed like, you know, ladies and gentlemen, when Sanj always brings up how he's seen like an eighties movie in theaters when he was a kid gets me upset it kind of gets me to the point where like oh i kind of wished i saw that in theaters well technically you were kind of in the theater if your dad was ever there watching the movie if you think about it (laughs) my god (laughs) (laughs) oh man yes that just reminds me like it just it really reminded me of a joke from like when i was like in third grade or fourth grade when my stupid friends would make a joke like that so it's just funny that I remember a stupid joke from when I was, like, a little kid. But anyways, go on. I gotta admit, that was a little, like, funny. <laughs> I, I, I it was, was, right? Come on. I, I, you can hear some of our, our fans laughing right now, wherever they're at. Because <laughs> it's always, like, that awkward pause, because I'm just staring at him, and then he starts laughing. It's like, oh, my God. You, <laughs> you kook. You're but, um, kook. yes. So that really, it really gets me upset that I'll, I never get to see um, really awesome cult 80s movies like especially like you know since i wasn't born at that time you know if you want to get a little if i want to get a little personal right now i was born in 1993 you do the math you find out how old i am um but yeah like and i i went to go see it in theaters and was and and, and the movie theater was it was a good amount packed like it was like it, like everybody like came in and 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 you could just tell like the people who come in they're they're like geeky and they're like you know they're really like like my friend was all back to the future out like (laughs) he had um a t-shirt of back to the future and like you know he bought our tickets and we were like talking about it before we got there and as we're like watching the movie and everyone just you could tell people get certain lines and and like there's a lot of laughter you know like especially what was the, the one of the lines that everyone just 
peed themselves laughing on. And it's not something that you laugh at. Did they literally oh, pee themselves laughing? No. Like it was it was to the point where like they could have <laughs> they could have pissed themselves but they didn't. Really? Well what 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 was it? What scene was it that got everybody laughing? You said piss themselves? Really, Renata? Yeah, cuz I don't know cuz seriously folks, when Renata when she talks about something that was hilarious or funny, you know, most of us would say, "Oh, it was really funny. Oh, we were we were laughing." But Renata always say, "Man, we were dying laughing." And I don't know why. To me, I'm just like, "Were you really dying? Like seriously, was it that funny that you were dying?" And she's like, oh, "You can't shut up." So I always mess with her whenever. And now that's why she's like, "Everyone was pissing laughing." I'm like, "Were they really pissing themselves, or you're just saying?" I know it's a way of like a, a figure of speech, ladies and gentlemen. I know I'm just being a smartass about it. No, and I like messing very, with this one. Very technical, Mr. Technical. Yeah, it's more because it's her. If it, if it was some random person said, like, man, I was dying laughing, I would just be like, eh, whatever. But since it's Renata, I gotta, I gotta give her a hard time. Yes, he does. So what but, scene was uh, it? The scene was um, where I'm... where Doc in the in the beginning where he's in the door and then he he, he says, oh, he's like nine um um nineteen fifty five. And then he's like, oh, that was the time I went to time travel. And he's like, oh, I remember when there used to be all land. Uh, people. Uh, and he yeah. like, we decided to build, like, and this idea about pine trees. Yeah. And Be- breeding pine trees. And he gives, like, a weird look. Like, huh, whatever. Yeah. Everyone starts laughing, like, really hard. And I laugh, too, because, like, I guess, like, once you're in that environment and with all those people... And you just find those certain things funny and, like, you know, I, I don't know. I guess when you're watching on your own, you're like, oh, I've seen this many times and, you know. Yeah, you're still entertained it, because it's it, you're, it's why if you watch Rocky Horror Picture Show by yourself, you're probably like, meh, about it. But what makes it so funny, because I've seen Rocky Horror Picture and obviously it sucks. Like, I could, I, I would never really watch it by myself, but I've done the Midnight Live thing, like, on Halloween and it's fun. Why? Because it's you're watching it as a whole, like a collective of people who, who are just laughing and, and enjoying the movie and having a good time. So like when you go, like for instance, I think uh, either early last year or late, you know, either 2013 or 2014. No, we're in 2014 right now. So okay, it was it was early of 2013. I went and saw The Princess Bride with. It was a full theater, and and actually they had a Q and A right afterwards. We you know with Wesley, he was there, you know, as you wish. So he, you know, but just there as even though I've seen the movie so many times, and there are scenes where I'll laugh and all this and that, even on my own, but I won't laugh like out loud. Where, it, for instance, like when we saw that movie, um, it's like as a collective with everybody there, we were all laughing, um, what you call it. So it w- it was cool, like watching the movie with a bunch of other people there. So that's that's what I like about it. It's like when you're there as a whole with everybody, it makes the movie like just better, you know. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's the god honest truth. Like I guess like because I've I've always wanted to see the Rocky Horror Picture Show live, and one of my good friends got to see it last last year, and he said he did nothing but laugh, and it, and it was his first time, and. Like, they actually bring you up on stage, and they say, like, well, who's a virgin to the show? And they, you know, pop their cherry, in a sense, or a scene in the show, and and it's it's just a red balloon, and they pop it, and, like, it's, it's so much fun, you know? Yeah. And it's just like, very interactive. Right on. And, you know, um, 
I guess it's that like environment, the environment that you're in, and you just want to like you know, be around it and everything. But yeah, and um, it, it was a really good time. Like the going back to Back to the Future, but it was a really good time, and it's it, it's something just to check off my list. Right on. And you know, okay, I'm gonna talk about this because it's like we're on the Back to the Future fix right now. Um. I have posted this, so, you know, and, and you know, because you never know if our fans also follow us on Instagram or they just listen to the show. Because I know there are people that probably don't even own an Instagram, but they like listening to our show. So I'll bring this up again. There is one thing that I had never noticed. Again, last weekend I was watching Back to the Future because it's always on, you know, it's always on. I was watching it and there was two things that I feel like I've never heard anybody ever bring up about the movie. Everyone always brings up certain things about the flick that like, oh, you know, in the future, this and that. We've talked about all that stuff, but there was something, there was actually two things that never really like, like I've never heard anybody else like pick up and it kind of like bothered me because it was like, huh? Okay. So for instance, in Back to the Future, they, they, they live, you know, when you see his house beforehand, you could tell they live like, you know, they're, they're, they're not wealthy. They're just typical, like. A typical family, you know, the mom, she drinks, overweight. You know, the dad, obviously, getting pushed around. The, the His older brother works at Burger King. You know, the sister is just like some regular teenage girl or whatever. You know, at the end of the movie, when he goes back to the house, you can see they're wealthy. House is all, you know, it's not a mess anymore. Everything's nice and clean. You know, the, their mom's skinny. And, you know, I always wear a suit to the office. You know, all that nonsense, right? Yeah. In the picture, when you look at the picture, the picture, brother looks like a huge dork. You know, has Mickey Mouse on his shirt. The sister has class of, like, 84 or 80, 83. I don't... 80, hmm? 84. 84. She has it on their sweater. So they just look like their typical selves, right? Well, the moment when Marty, when his dad, mom and dad kissed, that should have mean that the future, the future completely changed. Because the moment he went back... Everybody's wealthy. Everybody's rich. Why did the picture stay the same? If the brother is now working in an office, a suit and tie, obviously he's not going to dress like a dork anymore. Why? Because his life has changed. He's no longer that same person. Because when he goes back, they're completely different people. Now, that's the thing people have talked about where it's saying that when Marty goes back, everybody he knew no longer exists because these are all new completely different people but why didn't the picture change now that's the one thing no one ever brings up like yeah why why wouldn't the picture change the older brother shouldn't look like that anymore he should be more in a sense refined because why i always wear a suit to the office so that means he's not that same dorky guy anymore so the moment his picture changed he should have seen his brother and sister look completely different and at the same time i think what happened in part two when marty goes back home and it's a different home that should have been how part one is because why are they in the same house if they're wealthy if they're if they're they wouldn't be in that neighborhood most likely they would have probably bought a house somewhere else because they can afford it they have the money they're well off that neighborhood was just a typical suburban neighborhood it didn't look you know and, and even in part two they point out how that neighborhood is is like garbage anyways you know so it's just like they, they you would think that if they have the money they would have a bigger house and he wouldn't be living there well I actually have a couple of reasons until, I mean, if you think about it, All right. with, with the picture, you could probably say that, I mean, the sister is still in high school. So obviously, I mean, not still in high school, but like she was in high school when they took that picture. It was about a year ago. Think about it. A year ago before George McFly's book was published, that was a year, that, that picture was probably a year old. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. And if you go back in time, you see Biff and says, oh, hi. He's like, oh, I think it just arrived. And it was his first novel. He's like, oh, your first novel. So you think about it. It was during his almost publishing time. So George McFly was just about to be getting, you know, money. So he was probably getting a few bucks, doing a couple of interviews, this and that. My book's coming out, this and that. You know, I mean, like, I'm thinking, like, you know, this is probably the start of his being rich. and then Yeah, but here's the thing, though. That doesn't excuse the brother, the older brother. Maybe it was his day off. I mean, he's not always wearing a tie, like, 20%. Yeah, but he lo- he's a huge dork in that one. That, that That's what they try to point out. Like, look at these kids. It should have looked different because at that point, the brother's older. So, he if he's he, he works in an office, he's he wears a suit, you know, in an office. Of course, like, probably, you know. They, I mean, that's the thing. Like, their personalities are completely different. They're living life different. Where before, the, the, they were trying to point out that the brother can get a better job besides working at a fast food joint. So that was their way of saying, look at the horrible life they live. I mean, it kind of sucks for anybody who currently is out of high school and works at a fast food joint. They're basically pointing out that it's a crappy job. I'm on, And nowadays, especially in this economy, and if you could get a job and be working there, hey, that's more power to you. That, you know, Rather than not working, it's like hey, wherever you can work and have a job, yay for you, you know? But at that time, they made it like fast food. What a loser, you know? He's out of high school, worked a bird, you know? But now in the second one, he's like, I wear a suit in the office. So that means after high school, he obviously did properly. Like he went in the correct road through his education and everything in his life because now he works in an office and he has a suit. He has, you know, he has his briefcase. So that means he's not going to be like that, like wearing high ass shorts and a Mickey Mouse shirt. He's probably going to be a little bit more refined in his sense because that's what they all were when he went back. Everybody was completely different. Like I said, you know, look at all of them. They were dressed differently. So their personalities are different. So that means they're not going to look the same. So when everybody returned back, the only one, even Marty, he should have not have stayed the same because his lifestyle would be different. So maybe at that point, his his clothing might have been different or he would his, his room would have been completely different because he would have had more money. So he would have been like, hey, I have like an actual TV in my room or or this and that. Like, that's the one thing. But when he goes back in his room, it's exactly the same. It's not until they do the revealment at the end of the movie. And I get that. They want to do a surprise. That was the point of that scene. Like, I know as a movie standpoint, that's what they were doing. They were going, well, we don't want to spoil the surprise because we want to have that 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 joke. Because it's actually a joke that they set up. He gets back home. He wakes up. He walks out. Comes back. And he's like, what the hell? He's like, what the hell is this? <laughs> Uh, breakfast you know yeah so that whole scene the mom comes in he falls he's like yeah you're right did you hit your head you know so that's the revealment that's the joke i get it as 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 someone like you know in in the sense of what the writers were going for with the directors i get the whole joke but if we're going in the standards of the movie the moment he entered his room if he had more money his house was better off they were living well because you could tell i wonder about the brother was the brother ever released from jail Oh, yeah. No, Uncle Joey. Oh, yeah. well, her brother, but yeah, Uncle Joey. Well, most likely, I mean, like, what, like that's why they try to point out how horrible her lives is. I mean, the mom is an alcoholic, basically. Like, she's a drunk. She drinks. That's all she does is she drinks, you know, and remembers the good old times. And, you know, she's still in love with George, but it's just she's not happy because look at the life they're living. You know, but I don't know. It, it's it's just something I wanted to bring up, but, you know, whatever. It's a, it's a, It's a good thing. But, yeah, so... 
So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, well, like, just we got on Back to the Future right away. It, it's I just think that's so. Well, it's because you brought up the you saw the movie. I mean, it seems like every episode we're gonna bring Back to the Future up, yeah. you know. But it's, I don't know. It's, it's like our um, go-to point every time. Yeah. So there you have it. So yeah. Um, I guess you know really quickly uh, before we get into the actual movie, uh, I had posted um. Earlier, earlier, I think it was like two days ago, I posted something about uh, an awesome DVD release that's coming out. And for those of you who didn't see, and I don't know if you've ever watched it, so I'm curious, is they're finally releasing the whole series of The Wonder Years on DVD. And that I am hugely excited about. Did you ever watch The Wonder Years? Oh, yeah. All the time. All the time. All the time, whenever it was on, I, I would watch Oh, okay, because I was, like, confused. I'm like, dude, that, that show was released before you were even born. You know what? Like, enough with that whole, like, you know, to just accept that I watched the show. Like, well, no, because I don't know how you... Because you're making you know, it seem uh-uh. like I, I used to watch it all the time, being like, well, what do you mean? Did you, like, how, like, if I were to say that, oh, yeah, I watched it all the time, that would represent the fact that while it was on, I watched it all the time, in which I did. I did. I remember the day it premiered. Um, on TV and the following day at, at school with my, my friend, like talking about it, like, oh yeah, that show was so good. Cause like, I, I was a huge fan of this show. I mean, it was cool because like, I liked that even though it was a whole family life, the, the, you know, they focus on, on the little, the little kid. And I was just like, oh, you know, I, I felt you could relate. And as I got older, I remember seeing his life and I would be like, wow, this guy gets a lot of girls. And during that time, like, I remember like, it was me and one of my friends, and we would always, like, have girls having crushes on me, and I always felt like, hey, I, I kind of feel like Kevin Arnold, you know, always getting the girls and stuff like that. But it was such a huge defining show. I mean, it's like, when I watched that show, it always reminded me of stuff, like, I love the brother Wayne. Like, there's one of the things that he does in an episode where they were, where um, Kevin goes on a date, and they go see Romeo and Juliet, and when he goes and picks them up, Wayne comes in his car because he already has his license. He's like, all right, get in. And then as Kevin's going to reach for the handle, the brother pushes the gas up and goes forward. He's like, all right, now get in. And he tries again. He keeps pushing the yeah. car forward. He's like, no, I'm not messing around. All right, all right, I'm, I'm done. All right, just get in, all right? Uh, and then he does it again. He's like, all right, I'm serious. But, you know, no, seriously, get in. And who, I mean, I don't know based on where you live because in the city and all that, but I live out in the suburbs and all that. We did that to our friends all the time. And we learned that from the show, you know, like that to me, like I like I hate when he does it. Like okay, so there's like a, sh- I live on like a row home street, so like there's like both sides are all row homes, and mm-hmm. so he'll text me be like coming around the corner, comes around the corner, and he's like, hey Renata, and he goes forward, and he's like, he's like, oh I'm sorry, I hit the gas by accident, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> he's like, and I'm like, no, open the door, yeah. and then, and then he's like. I'm, we're not at cool I'm being serious. Like, just come in. The, and he does it. And, like, <laughs> and I walk away. Yeah. And he's like, I'm being, he's like, come on, we're not. I'm like, no. It's like, park the car. And I would yell at him. And, <laughs> yeah. And like, not fair. Like, yeah. This brother, not to me. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it was, I don't know. It, it, it was, it's, it was such a great show. Like, if you've never seen the, the Wonder Years, ladies and gentlemen, it's on Netflix. It's going to be released soon. Like, that's why the picture I posted was a reunion that they did of the cast. Sadly, in that picture, the father wasn't in a part of that selfie, but there's more images of them all together. So I'm assuming it's for the look back 
you know, of like, oh, yeah, the Wonders. Oh, I remember filming that because it's just like, you know, um, when most like special edition stuff releases, they tend to do that. So it was cool that they brought them all back. And, and when I posted about it, you know, we had some fans like Il Tino, you know, talking about like the relationship that Kevin Arnold and Winnie Cooper had. And Hope, Hope Anna 714, she was cool, like just like talking about her favorite episodes and stuff. And it was just cool. Like, you know, like, and like I said, if you've never seen this show, please check it out. Like, it's honestly, it's, it's a very, like, really well done show. And, and yeah, even though it, it doesn't take place in the 80s, it was released in 1988. So that's why, like, I feel like, well, I could talk about it because it was re- released at that time, though it doesn't take place in the 80s. And yeah, it was it was a, a massive show. Um, when it, and when they get up to like the high school years, even then, it's it's freaking funny. You know, Seth Green, you know, comes out in it in later years. You know, like it, it, you see a lot of you know Lucas Haas. You know, he comes out in it too at one point. Like you see all certain people that now you you see in things currently. You know, came out in that show at certain times. It, it, like I said, it's a it's a great freaking show. You know, check it out. Obviously, the intro is one of the most famous, like, intros where it's all shot in, like, Super 8, but it has freaking, you know, Joe Cocker singing, you know, the help, you know, with a little help from my friends, you know, the freaking Beatles, like, I'm a little help from my friend, <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, so, like I said, check it out. Wonder Years Special Edition DVD, probably Blu-ray coming out. I'm not I'm sure... Yeah, I'm not sure when it's being released. So yeah, so so there you go, ladies and gentlemen. And the last bit of uh, '80s news, because it's like whenever we have some '80s news, and right now let's not talk, let's talk about it. Reading Rainbow is coming back. All right, please tell me, were you a fan of Reading Rainbow? Mm, not really. Really, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I, I just like every time it was on, it's like okay, Reading Rainbow, and then I was like, because I only talked about was like stupid books, and I wasn't a fan of books back in then. What? I really wasn't. I really wasn't. It wasn't one of my shows. Oh, how sad. Well, you know what? I, I, I'm done how with you. How sad. Yeah, I, I'm done with you. We're not even... We're this this show this show's over, ladies and gentlemen. We're not uh, longer... And I just can't... I mean, I guess because it's like maybe when you started watching it, um, it was much later in the years, you know? I saw it when it was first on. Like, I, I loved it because when I... And that's not even when it came on. It's just that I just wasn't interested. It, well, maybe it, because it that's what I'm saying. Maybe at that time, the books were crap. Like, when I was a kid, and the books they talked about, like, he's like, he's like, you know, it shows the little kid, yeah, uh, my book is Cloudy with the Chance of Meatballs. I'm like, come on, that's a freaking awesome book. That was, like, one of my books. That's literally my favorite book to this day because it's the book I loved as a child, you know? Um, and there's a kid, you know, oh, Cloudy with the Chance of Meatball is about a town where better, 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 and then all this and that, and at the end, they always, always, he's like, but don't take my word for it, and it was like all these books that I grew up with, that I read in school, because remember, we didn't have the, like, a lot of the, the stuff, like, even today, because, like, as you were getting older, you know, computers were starting to pop up more like our computers were the ones with the green screen and all the stuff like we had like what two computers for the for our elementary so for us it's like books were still awesome remember the scholastic ordering thing where where every month they would give you the form where you could order books and if you order this amount you get this special prize of like a bookmark and you're like yes i want a bookmark you know it was like cool book fairs do you i don't know if you had book fairs we had book fairs 
Yeah. See, that's when when that was exciting because that you know that's the sad part because now kids these days they got their iPad, they got their you know they got the technology. Where back when, man, I was excited when there was a book fair because I could get books. You know, it's like now it's so easy. But that's what what this was about. We're reading Rainbow, where they know they 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 know that kids are digital. They live in a digital world. So they wanted to do they wanted to bring back Reading Rainbow, but they wanted to bring it back in a big way. And they said, we want to create where we could have Reading Rainbow accessible to kids on tablets and even have a whole program for schools, provide it free for schools. So they could have even like like the the whole setup for like the learning materials where like for the teacher can go off of something and they could still visually see stuff because kids are very visual now. You know, so so it, it, but they did it in a Kickstarter. So like, okay, if we're gonna do this, you know, we can't do it ourselves. We need the help from you guys. So within the day, they hit their goal of one million, and they're still flying high. Eh? Get it? Flying high. I know some of you are laughing. Hope Ann, I know you're laughing. <laughs> but one of uh, one of my favorite educational shows though, when I was a kid, was The Puzzle Place, and um. Stuff that taught lessons was Magic School Bus. I liked. Yeah. Um, um, I mean, like, you probably wouldn't even dare to think about this, but when I was little, there was this show called Out of the Box, and it was on Disney. Um, well, uh, I forgot what it was called. Uh, what was the Disney Channel called when it was for kids? Playhouse Disney. Yeah, Playhouse Disney. It was on Playhouse Disney. Because they had Roly Poly Oli. And Roly Poly Oli and... Bear in the Big Blue House. Oh, shit. Stop. I want to say them all. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you took away my thunder. Forget it. Aww. <laughs> hey, I'm a big kid. I know this stuff, you know? And, yeah. and you know what? No. Hold on. I started talking about Elmo, and you you and I think it was, what, the pot about nothing were trying to knock me down being like, oh, he was it? I think it was them where they're, you guys were, like, saying, oh, like, you, you know, you... You you knock Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen, but yeah, you talk about Elmo's world. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm like, you cannot compare the two. I'm like, Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen is just garbage. Elmo's world. Excuse that's me. Jim. That's Jim Henson's world, man. That that is the world of Jim Henson. Of course, man. I'm gonna bring up Elmo. Elmo is the shiz. Why? Because it's in the world of the Henson Company. That all of that is just magic. So don't give me crap for liking Elmo. Oh you my know. God. Listen, also... <laughs> he just threw her off. I swear, I wish we were live, ladies and gentlemen. Could you look at her face? She was gonna talk, and when I did that, she's just like, uh, like, 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 literally, like, she was, I don't know, like, all the words just emptied her mouth, like, she, like, like, as if they disappeared, like, she didn't know what the hell she was gonna do. You know what? Playhouse Disney, so go back. No, okay, okay, here we go. Um, before I was rudely interrupted. Um, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, but Bear in the Big Blue House, like, um, Out of the Box, Blue's Clues, like, they all had great songs. And yeah, but Blue's Clues was Nickelodeon, not it, Disney. It was, no, you're right, it was Nickelodeon. But I'm saying, like, you know, just kids' shows when <laughs> I was a kid. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, hey, we got some mail. Sing it. You know the song? 
ears the mail it never fails it makes me want to wag my tail when it comes i want to wear mail <laughs> let's see what we got today they open it and go hi steve we're making pictures and then they're doing pictures bye steve and that's it they're like wow yay and the bear in the big blue house had a had a mail song i don't remember that one i just remember the bear and he would dance he would always look up in the air and do like a little shake, <laughs> <laughs> and he had like a big butt. I met him, and you met was... the bear. Bad. Where did you meet the bear? Um, uh, MGM Studios. Oh, and really? That's not. Where's it? Do you have a picture? You gotta post it. I know it's not '80s, but still, people are gonna want to know. He's so fluffy. Ah. Uh. I cried after I met him. I was like, I loved you. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Do you have a picture of that? I do have a picture. And you're going this summer, so he... Oh, he's not going to be there. Never mind. No, it's a little show. Yeah, oh. They used to have girl. this mail song. It was because... I mean, my dad's... He's mounted on a rug somewhere. Like, when I get the mail... <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Dad. I'm like, what's in the mail today? What's in the mail today? My dad goes, I wonder, wonder. <laughs> that was a song that the bear would sing. And he, every time he would get, like, mail... He's like, and it would be fun to send a letter back. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I'll just keep on going. <laughs> and then, like, oh, my God, what else was it? There was so many songs. And then Out of the Box, oh, my God. That was the best ending song in the world. And I could do everything about it. But I don't know. I'll save that for later. That's one of my favorites. Yeah. Well, just to really quickly go back, ladies and gentlemen. Like I said, Reading Rainbow, it was a show. <laughs> uh Premiered in the 80s, LeVar Burton, you know, um, I can't remember his uh, Star Trek name, um, he's the visor guy, damn it, I, whatever, um, but yeah, they, their their goal was originally 1 million, they hit that, they're already at 3 million, and their their new goal is 5 million, but it's cool because like for, for those who are older, grew up with that show, there was even one guy that commented, um, I'm not looking at the post right now, but even, even he was talking about like that, oh, like it's so cool because... I can't wait to introduce that to to my niece, you know. Um, and I was like, "Oh, that's awesome!" And and yeah, that's the thing. Like for me, it's like you know, it's cool that some certain times, like Harry Potter, like oh, kids were reading Harry Potter and stuff like that. You know, there's you know certain books because like the movies are coming out, like the Hunger Games. On it's so awesome, but it's cool that they're doing this because they're adapting with the times because they know, hey, we got to bring it out there. And and it's reading rainbow. So if you want to go. You know, and help out at the Kickstarter. Just look up, you know, Reading Rainbow Kickstarter. You can find the campaign, you know, donate. You can listen to the song. And, you know, the song was famous. I mean, like I said, on our fan, Hope Ann, she's famous on her thing. She's like, oh, my gosh, I have the song, you know, stuck in my hand. I'm still singing it. And you remember, come on. Butterfly in the sky. I can go twice as high. Take a look. It's in a book. It's Reading Rainbow. Come on, sing it. I can't go anywhere. But you don't know the song. I sing out of the box song. No, oh, you're out of the box. Come on, sing Elma then. Elma, Alright, so there we go. Elma, Yeah, yeah, do, let's see. Here, here's Renata Voices featuring Elma. Go. Go. Oh, she froze. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, she froze. <laughs> well, I guess I have you guys for right now. So, all right, ladies and gentlemen. So here's my opportunity to give you some awesomeness. So, oh, oh, here she is. She's back. I don't know. Wait, hold on. It's because you froze. 
I was about I, I was doing the show but without I'm... you for a long while too. But all right, you're back. Okay, you know what? It's it's that time, ladies and gentlemen, to get into our movie, the main event. So before everything, oh no, we already did the stupid shoutouts. <laughs> all right, I'll do it in Elmo. Oh, I did that weird. Okay, hey, it's Adventures in Babysitting. Adventures in Babysitting tell the story of a girl named Chris Parker who is getting ready for a date. Boyfriend cancels. Since she has the evening free, she gets a last-minute call to go babysit some kids. She goes to babysit. Her friend decides to run away from home. She says, I'm stuck out here in the city. No money. Can you please come get me? They decide to, you know, she decides to grab the kids, get in the car, Go get her friend, and while out to to get her friend out in the city, hilarity ensues, adventures happen, and next thing you know, it's an adventure in babysitting. <laughs> Alright, so as always, we always let the you know the dumb one go first. So Renata, not just kidding. Ladies first as always, Renata always talks. So take it away in two seconds. July first, nineteen ninety seven was the movie when it was released. Directed by Chris Columbus, his first film that he directed. For those of you who are younger, he directed the first, I think, and second Harry Potter movies. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. So Chris Columbus also, you know, he did Home Alone. Um, but yeah, so here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Renata, take it away. Okay, Venues and Babysitting has to be probably a, one of my favorites. I remember watching it. I think I think I was just trying to catch up, like just take some notes down, like before we were about to do this episode. But it was. A, probably like two weeks ago and then my mom and dad come home and they're like my mom's like oh my god is this adventures and babysitting and i was like yeah she's like oh my god she's like this is my favorite my mother literally sat on the couch and watched the whole thing with me and we started oh really watching. yeah it was it, it was good and she was like oh my god did the, she's like did she was in the room right and then she was saying because that's like one of my favorites too yeah is the whole beginning. And I told Sanch this, that, like, that is totally me. Like, before I get ready for, like, date or something exciting, I put on my favorite song, and I dance. Are you serious? See, that... Every girl does that. It's so... Okay, females, honestly, please. I know we I say this every episode, and I usually just get the guys commenting, but please, females, stop being shy. I mean, if you want to email us, email us, and... We don't even have to mention your name, ladies and gentlemen. So, um, but do you, Renata says she does it. Do you really do that? Because in the beginning, what's, what's the. You take the uh, hairbrush and you get something and you put it and you just sing your heart out and you shake your head <laughs> and you just go all over the place. <laughs> and what, what was the song? Um, how's it go? The. <laughs> Daddy wanted to dance. Yeah, there you go. And then he kissed me. <laughs> it's the truth. Like, every girl does this. I mean, like, because guys will never understand. Like, seriously, if guys catch us in the moment doing this, it's probably, like, one of the most embarrassing things you could do. Walk into a girl and she's practically dangerous. Because, okay, fun fact or embarrassing fact. Um, my first date that I've ever went on, I age, age, um, or, or, or grade at least. Okay. My first actual date was when I was 14. So the freshman then, right? Yeah. Okay. 
and it was with Joey, and he was a senior at the time. What the? F- yeah. Oh my god. So. <laughs> <laughs> You hear that, ladies and gentlemen? A senior with a freshman. I, I can hear Chris Henson knocking on the door right now. <laughs> Hi, I'm Chris Henson. <laughs> what up, sweetie? You know, it was, it was so, like, and he had a car and everything. And Are you he, serious? Yeah. And so it was literally the scene. It was adventure to the babysitting, aside from the fact that she was a senior and this guy was much older with this so cool car, but yet you were a freshman, barely out of eighth grade. <laughs> 14 years old this guy was a senior probably of age by that point no he actually was 17 he just turned 17 in, in um august and i met him oh, okay well then that makes it all right yeah. <laughs> how everything changes the moment i find out that he was underage oh it's legal all right cool yay <laughs> but if he was like 18 i'm like wait what no you know but it's like it's like oh but wait a minute if you you're still with him so then that means when yeah. he turned 18 you were he still three with years. him how are your parents okay with this? I would have never been okay with an older guy being with my daughter. That's well, so like, weird. We kind of smoked the first week of going out. Like, I didn't, I, like, I was like, hey, mom, I'm going out with my friends, this and that. And she's like, okay. And then, like, it finally came out where I said, mom, dad, I have to tell you something. I like this guy, and he likes me, and we're kind of going out. She's like, oh, what's his name? And I said, Joey. And he said, and she was like, oh, what's how old was he? I paused my ass off. I said it. And she's like, Renata, how old is he? And I said, 17. But he but he just turned it. Mom's like, no, you are not going out with a senior, Renata. You yeah. are just, it's a high school. And I said, I said, okay, but then I kept going out with him. <laughs> I, 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 you know, I, what I honestly hope happens, I swear, like, I'm, I'm not lying about this. I honestly hope that, say, you guys one day get married and you have kids. I hope that your daughter is a freshman and some guy who's much older, hell, maybe in college, they start dating. Just so you guys can experience what your parents felt. First of all, that'll never happen because my daughter will be behind bars. And she won't be able to experience anything until she's, like, of age. And, and I'm just going to keep her locked up. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to let her go out with any guys at all. Until she's, like, a junior and a senior in high school. I don't know. I'm being, I'm, I'll just be able to overprotective mother. But, um, the funny thing is, is that, um, what you may call it, uh, uh, oh my god, I just lost my train of thought. But, but they met Joey and they found out he was a nice guy and everything. And he was really, and we're still going out today, ladies and gentlemen, five years. So, yeah, I, yeah I, secretly, I, uh, behind her parents' back. <laughs> I mean, now you're of age, it doesn't matter. But anyways, the point of all of this is that in your first date, I'm assuming you did this. You did your, your, your little dance or whatever. I went ice skating on my first actual. So, yeah. Oh, well, okay. Then, but aside see? from that, all right. Who, who, <laughs> I don't want to know about the actual date. I want to know about, to relate it back to the movie so we could go right back. Was that you said you were dancing and getting ready? Actually, I'm losing, I think, reception on her, ladies and gentlemen. Damn it. Ah, oh, this isn't good. All right, oh, well. Yeah. I, I was. Okay, this is the sad part about being on Skype, ladies and gentlemen, because I'm actually. The reception, for some reason, is going bad, and she's extremely blurry. I cannot really fully see her. So. Oh, she's back. All right. Go on. Okay, so 
it's just that like I was dancing and and I do sit on top of I do stand on top of my bed and there is a post I, like my bedroom almost looks exactly like her bedroom like I I'll take a picture of it when it's nice and neat try to compare. try to take a picture of you doing this and then I'll get a screenshot of her doing it in the movie and I'll do like the cool little comparison thing of both of them together okay yeah that'd be funny but seriously myself more i mean i it's just it's kind of i don't know it, like that scene i remember when i was a kid it made me laugh when she would start dancing with the bear it was funny to me but i was just kind of like who does that like really like she's gonna start singing and like getting all excited for her day like yay i'm happy and then it's just like all right you know and it's funny because now whenever i hear that song that and then he kissed me before i always just think about freaking adventures in babysitting that opening scene but then as i got older the moment i saw goodfellas now anytime i hear it, and then he kissed me all i can ever think about is goodfellas when that scene when he's on his date and he takes her to the restaurant but they go like the back way they go downstairs through the kitchen and all this and that yeah. uh, it that's what now reminds me of but when i saw the movie i was just like man i'm like adventures in babysitting because i watched this all the time when i was a little kid when it was released on video I mean, my aunt, one of our, my aunts had always had big parties and everybody went there. I mean, all the families went there and us kids, as the night got on, you know, it, sometimes it'd be like, say cold or whatever, you know, or like the parents are all still yapping away, you know, typical Mexican parties. They, they go, someone would always bring movies. And I remember one of my cousins would bring adventures in babysitting. So we would watch that all the time. And every single freaking time we would laugh. It was like it never got old, especially that scene when when um what, what what's the when Brad right it's um his friend um oh Daryl when he Daryl first shows up at the window and he goes does the you know his mouth on the on the glass always made us laugh and we would always do it. it's hell I learned to do that because of that movie and it, it was funny I mean I don't know this movie was really like was fun but I, I do have my issues with this movie so let's get back to renata continue talking about the film before i get into my you know what effie moment yeah and like when my mom watched it like there of course there's that famous line but it has a curse word in it but it's it's the only curse word i think I've, that i'm gonna say and do you mind if i share the line sure don't with the babysitter. Oh, uh, yeah, in the in the train? Yeah. <laughs> like, if you guys don't know the scene, it's they're on the train, and it's it's another uh, shenanigans type of deal escaping from somewhere, and there's two gangs about to go at it on a train, and they're, they, I think they curse out um, Chris, and um, what's, the, what's the one kid's name that, like, tries to, like, you know... Like, it has, like, the biggest crush on her. Oh, Daryl. No, Brad. I'm sorry, Brad. Brad is the one that has. He's the yeah. older. He's the brother who has a huge crush on her. Yeah, Brad um, tries to stand out for him, and then, like, she, he's, like, move, bitch, or something like that. And and then, like, and then he gets his foot stabbed. <laughs> and then she takes the knife out. And then she's, or, like, she just, she says, don't fuck with the babysitter. I said it twice. And... <laughs> But um, that was like one of my favorite lines, and it, it's a classic line because if you watched it, you just know that that's the line to say. But yes, it's it's a, it's one of my favorite movies, one of my favorite '80s movies, and 
But I do have something to say, though. Speaking of, like, um, Adventures in Babysitting, how, like, people were, people were asking, well, people were, like, just writing a lot of things down and saying, like, oh, why did they never make, like, a new Adventures in Babysitting? They never, like, recreated it. Well, they kind of did with, uh, I don't know if you ever saw the movie, but if you have, The Sitter with Jonah Hill. It came out, like, in 2000 and... Uh, Five, um, no, seven, six, seven, what? When the hell did they come out? 2007, seven. right? Yeah, okay. I say seven. Let me know. Well, keep talking as I look okay. for it. All right, so... Um, Eleven. Christ, we were way off. Oh, we were. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I came out in 2011. Well, The Sitter has... we. May, I think that there is some similarities to um, Adventures in Babysitting. Um, and I've asked the question on um, Instagram. I actually recently put it off about, like, two hours ago if you haven't seen it go check it out and you could still respond to it and i'll gladly respond back and this and that but we had two people that responded to it and basically the sitter is almost the same genre like the, not the same genre the, the same plot um you know he has he's with a girl and the girl kind of goes out to a party and he has to babysit three kids and doesn't want to and it really didn't have to, like, they changed some things around, but it, it was mainly about this, the babysitter and one of their friends, well, his supposedly girlfriend was in trouble and needed drugs for a party. And she said, if you give this to me, we can finally have, you know, sex. And that's what got him to take the kids and go to this drug dealer and all shenanigans and, you know, weird adventure happens and it, it, it just it's a, it's weird how like an updated version it is like it just got into drugs and just sex and like i don't, I don't know i mean like it i thought it was funny but like it, it pretty much had like the same idea but um what was it uh, who said what i think it was el tino wrote a comment on it and he said um that it was oh my god i just lost it anyway he he did say that it almost had the same plot, you know, they, and he was saying that, like, Jonah Hill shouldn't have been in it. He probably, probably should have picked somebody hotter to be the sitter. But it's a comedy, and I don't know. Don't, what do you think about that? About like, do you think that they, do you think they should have, like, for the sitter, do you think they should have picked a different person? Or do you think Jonah Hill, do you think, was the perfect person for it? Yeah, well, <clears throat> honestly, like, well, for one, it wasn't, it, it wasn't, like, I don't know. If it was specifically, um, I don't think it was a remake. It was just a version of a movie because. Yeah, but like it kind of has like uh, it's. Not oh like yeah, it's... yeah. There there are similarities to it, of course, of course. Um, because there there has been. I remember originally there was supposed to be a remake of Adventures in Babysitting starring Miley Cyrus. She was supposed to play the actual role. Like they were gonna flat out do. An Adventures in Babysitting movie, like a remake, you know, like they did the, with the Karate Kid. So it was supposed to be Miley Cyrus at first, then that didn't work out. And then afterwards, they're going to have Raymond Simone. And then now it's just dead in the water. I don't think they're ever going to do it. Um, but my thing behind it was like, I liked, um, you know, Jonah Hill. I, I honestly, I saw the movie. It wasn't, like, hilarious or anything, but, I, you know, I, I enjoyed it. I had a good time with it. It was funny. Like, I did see it as, a, like, almost like the, an updated version of Adventures in Babysitting, but making it more darker. Like, the other one, 
even though it was PG-13, still, like, this one was harder. Like, like I mean, it was, they flat out talked about sex, drugs, you know. So, I have no issue with Seth, Seth Christ, like, um, Jonah Hill. Uh, so, I don't know, I think, it, I think it was a good movie, but we should really, like, go back to the actual Adventures in Babysitting movie. Yeah, of course. That was just like my idea. I just wanted to bring that up. But I, if you want to say, if you, if you honestly ever felt that there was some similarities, yeah, we feel the same way. It had some similarities, almost the same plot, but not exactly adventures and babysitting. But uh, getting back to adventures and babysitting, um, I just feel like that. Um, I, I cracked up. I, I remember the first time I saw it, and it, like, I don't know. After seeing it, like, the boyfriend, you know, I, I, I say Eric all the time. Like, Eric, like, from Billy Madison. Because like, <laughs> that's who it is. <laughs> yeah, it is. Eric <laughs> from Billy Madison. And I just... Eric! <laughs> so pregnant. <laughs> oh, it's a music truck. It was Mike, right? His name was Mike Toddwell. Such a greasy, like freaking name like i see that character was the perfect like sleaze ball like that's what you always play sleaze ball yeah let's see that's what i hate about like freaking like certain people you look at them and you're like oh that sucks because they're always gonna play like you like i mean he's never played a likable character except once i liked his character and it was in cabin in the woods i loved him in that movie but he was also a Repo weird guy in, in Cabin in the Woods. Yeah, well, I mean, he, he I, in a sense, because they were all bad, they were killing teenagers, but they had to because, or well, no, 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 I don't even want to spoil that movie. But anyways, back to that character. That was his real car. That literally is his car. He, when they hired him, he was much older, much older than freaking uh, Elizabeth Shue. So in order for, for the, the, the director, like Chris Columbus, to make him feel comfortable, he said, you know what? You can use your own car. So that's his actual license plate that says Soul Cool. So when you see that movie and you look at that actor, that's his real car. And oh I'm like, God. that's just sad. I'm not, I, I don't know. But anyways, go on. But yeah, like every time I, I see him, I just think Eric. Yeah. <laughs> but I love, I love one of his lines in Billy Madison. He's like, nice job, asshole, but you're just um, defeating me in edible. Or like, I don't know, something like, I don't know. I, I messed it up, Blah, whatever. Um, but yeah, that's that's another cool part about the movie, and the just like the little girl obsessed with Thor. I thought that was pretty funny. Funny. Her whole room is decked out in Thor. <laughs> yeah, like it's amazing. Oh my god! I just I I never, I actually didn't start getting into like, like just just comic book characters until I was like older, but. When I was a little girl, when I was her age, I was into, like, Barbies and hearts and, like, really girlish things. And, I mean, I still am today, but I have that geek side now in me. And I just, I grew to love a lot of comic books and a lot of superheroes. So, I don't know, just to see that, it, it was pretty cool. And, um, yeah. What was your favorite scene, though? I mean, I, I have a lot of favorite scenes. My favorite, alright, my favorite scenes, I guess, it's like, let me, let me, let me... Well, you already said you, one. Yeah, let me give you two versions of this movie. As a child, like I said, growing up, I love this movie. I mean, one of my favorite scenes as a kid 
was the scene when they're she's telling the the babysitter scary story in the car. You know, <laughs> he's like, they didn't have any faces. And she's like, ah, gross, or whatever. He's like, just a poo, a mushy goo, you know, and she does that weird voice. And then in the back seat, you see, you know, both Brad and Daryl, and he's doing the stupid face where he does, like, the little, ah. <laughs> and I was a kid, that made me laugh. So when I watched it again as, as an adult, because I, re- I haven't seen it in a while, so I watched it to, to get prepped up for this movie, and I saw that scene, and it made me laugh again because it reminded me as a child, you know, I love that scene, you know, as as a kid. Um, another scene was like whenever they would freaking show like the her her friend, um, Brenda. Brenda. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. When whenever they would show her in the freaking like you know stuck at at the at the the bus station, to me that was that was funny. Like you know she would do all, like when she's holding the he's like oh this poor defenseless cat you know when she wants the hot dog and she hands him a check. It kind of reminded me of Who Framed Roger Rabbit when he wants to get on, you know, the the red car and he shows him a check. He's like, what am I, a bank? <laughs> he closes the door. It reminded me of that. Um, so, so yeah, but I, I after after now, like, uh, trying to, you know, like I said, most of the everything I loved as a kid, like all the scenes and all that. But as an adult now, like, I try to think, like, what were actually my favorite scenes? But I can't really even think of anything, like, that really, like, to me, like, stood out. Like, oh, this scene was, like, really good or that scene was, like, really good. Like, oh, yeah, you know, I guess, to me, it was still awesome to see that, look, now, it's normal. If they made Adventures in Babysitter now, this would be normal. For then, in the 80s, come on. Who, who, there was no, there was nothing about comic books really existing at that time. Yeah, the the next year we would have Batman, but I mean, think about it. Like, there's a child, a little girl especially, huge in the comics, love Thor, and then they make a reference to Thor within the movie. You could almost say this was the first live action appearance of Thor, even though it wasn't, you know. Yeah. But you had, you know, and then like, it's something you pictured like in person, like. I guess the kids at the time, they said, oh, my God, if I had a picture, like, Thor, like, being a movie, like, oh, that guy. Same here. That's how I envisioned Thor. Like, I saw him as Thor. You had Vincent D'Onofrio play Dawson, you know, from the the shop. And, and, I mean, hell, completely looked different from, I mean, like, you look at him now, not the same guy. He was in Full Metal Jacket. He was a big, you know, you know, chubby guy. But in this movie, he's all decked out, all buff and everything. And, and yeah, like, it, he, he's an asshole. Like, just flat out, he's a dick. He's like, where's the five bucks? I'm like, really? Five bucks? Come on, don't be a dick. But then, at that point, the little girl's like, oh, you're my hero, this and that. And then, at the end, he, like, yells at her. And, and then she walks away. He's like, oh, I, I know. Here. It's because you don't have your hat. He's like, hey, kid. He's like, I have one of these at home. At that point, it makes that cool little reference. Like, oh, he really is Thor. Woo! You know? So, it was cool to have that. To see a comic book characters especially at that time because the only other time i could picture like really like about comic books and stuff like that it's so like small and obscure in movies but this was like huge like lost boys you know 87 you know he's in the comics he goes to the shop and then you see cory filming like hey you like comic books you know read this one you know and that's how he sounds too that's what's funny but like he's you like raspy voice yeah yeah you know but you don't see this you don't see kids all huge in the comics yeah if you did a movie now you'll see that that's normal but then it was awesome her whole room like a little girl in the comic books so yeah. i thought that was cool but you know it, i'll i'll let you continue talking but once you're done i'm gonna get into my fu moments of this movie because i have some fu moments no i mean like 
pretty much that's like basically it. Like, well, what I guess my favorite scene is um, when Brenda falls asleep and the and the <laughs> homeless chick, homeless chick switches glasses with her and are like, yeah, and and like she she's like my glasses, she's like where are they? And then she's blind practically the whole time. Yeah. While. And um, after that, um, also, like I said, the beginning was one of my favorites. And um, I like when she's singing the blues. Like, she makes up a whole blues song. Like, the baby, the babysitter blues or, like, babysitting blues. Something like that. Baby, like, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to get you into your F you moment, Sanchez, because I know you're probably dying. Cause, All right. So here we have it, ladies and gentlemen. It's my F you moment. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! Gotta kill me, man! Oh, stop it! I am very disappointed! It's this week's You Know What? F you. Okay, right now, Renata just brought up that whole, oh, it's cool that she brought up, like, who the hell, like, seriously, as... Uh, F that freaking, like, I get, again, it's for the whole freaking movie, but at the same time, like, seriously, like, I'm there paying money to see this blues artist. I don't want to see a bunch of other random people come on stage and start singing a song. It's like, get off the effing stage. I'm here to see you, not make other people sing. Like, that was just stupid. Like, especially me, if I have an audience, you know, if I'm a blues player and then every, you know, out of nowhere, some people get on the stage, I'm not going to be like, you know, nobody leaves without singing the blues. I'm like, okay, get off the stage. You know, I'm like, I'm doing a concert here. People are here to see me, not... I don't know, because how would he know if these people could even suck? They could even do a song. Yeah, he got lucky, but at the same time, that was just stupid. I mean, I don't know. It it was dumb. You know, me, if I was an audience member, I'm not paying to see some random white kids come up here and sing. And also, too, why are they making making all the black people to look like a-holes and dicks? Like, when you look in the audience, they're all, their faces are stone-faced, like, they're not smiling. They look pissed. They look scary. They're trying to point out like, oh, here's a bunch of suburban white kids and here's a bunch of scary black people. It's like, really? Like, you're, you're, you, this is how you're going to portray these people? Like, all scary. And the only way you could get these people to be on your side is, you know, with music. It's like, really? No, man. They're freaking normal people like everybody else. If I, you know, in the audience, it's like, I'm, if, if I'm, like, in the audience, you know, being a Mexican and randomly some white people came on the stage, I'm not going to be, like, all, all mad, like, bro, us Mexicans are mean, bro, you know, I'm just going to be like, what the, hell, what the hell is this? I would have pulled out my phone and started taking pictures. Like, so why do they have to make them look all evil? Like, like all, like, they're scary, and I'm going to make them smile with the, the, the you know, the... The way of the music, and you know, I, that was just dumb. And, and and then, what about how how did the, the the crooks get away? When when they leave, they're trying to follow them. I can't remember the the names of the crooks, but as they're following them, he's like, nobody leaves without singing the blues. At that moment, what happened? What happened in that scene? Did he pull out a gun and said, "Get out of my way"? And then we're like, "All right, all right, all right." If you know, or or did they make him sing? Like, let us know. We want to know. It would have been funny to see that. We don't know what happened. Also, too. The freaking poster, as much as I love that poster, you know, d- uh, designed by Drew Stranzen, um, I think I said his last name, he, you know, he did all the Back to the Future posters, he did some uh, Star Wars, freaking, <laughs> he did like the Police Academy posters, you know, uh, some of the Indiana Jones, like he does all those realistic, the Goonies, he did the Goonies, 
you know, uh, the, uh, the Muppets. Uh, I know he did like the Muppet with like certain posters. He does a lot of cool posters. The realistic look, but this poster is such is so misleading because when you when you look at the poster, say say this is before the internet and that when this movie came out, I see this poster. When I saw the box, I figured this is what I'm gonna see. I'm gonna see all of them on the side of a building climbing up, almost like Batman. Like holy hell! Like this is what's gonna happen in the movie. It's so misleading. All you get is a little girl for some reason being a dumbass going out the window. Like how does that even benefit you as a little girl to be like? There's this guy coming after me. I'm gonna slide out. Where are you gonna go from there? Seriously, what are you gonna do? And at the same time, why does the even the, the burglar go down there? And he's like, hold on, wait there. And he goes down. How is that even gonna help him? Like, you know, and it sucks. And at the same time, those kids left him on the side of the building. It's like in the you know the one the, the car thief, that one dude, he's like, Y'all oh, don't leave him. Let let him sweat it out for a little bit or whatever. What if as they're walking away, all here's oh, 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 and he fucking falls? Oh, what then? They just, those kids have to live with that for the rest of their lives. Like, holy S, we just killed this guy. Like, what the, like, seriously, we, oh, crap, we should have helped them out. No, and I know they were after him, but still, they're, they're kids, they're youth. They're not, this little girl's not going to be, huh? That was kind of dark. It was. They left him out there in the window. That's scary. We're just, we're just going to let you fall. <laughs> Yeah, and that's exactly what, I'm, what what probably happened, you know. But at the same time, with that stupid little girl, I don't, I never understood that. Even as a kid, I never understood why she went out there. As a kid, yeah, I, hell I, no. I, I can understand that, like you're obsessed with superheroes and Thor and everything like that. But that that doesn't mean that you're just gonna require superpowers and just like you know magically like you know fly off of a building if you decide to fall, like you know, like or yeah. She could have died like a dumbass. She would have fallen and died. I don't know. That was stupid. Like seriously, th- that poster is misleading because I figured this is that scene on the on the on the actual poster was something I was gonna see. I was gonna see them on the all in the side of a building. I never saw that, you know. And also too, who the hell? What? How is an, a restaurant like that open at midnight? When they get the car, they're like, well, what time is it? Oh, it's 11.45. Perfect. We could go pick up Brenda and get home before ele- uh, before 1. Because that's when the parents are going to show up, at 1 o'clock. And then they, the, you know, little girl, I think, has to go to the bathroom. And they stop. They see the so cool car. And they're like, and they're at a restaurant, a fine dining restaurant, at what, midnight by that point? It's like, really? Is it going to be open? I figure they would probably be out of Denny's. So he's taking his date out that late at night. You would figure it would be much earlier in the night. So it's like, wow, like, I mean, maybe I could be wrong, but what fine dining establishment would be open that late where it's fully packed, you know? I don't know. That 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 scene always kind of bugged me. Like, what the hell? Like, how is that even possible? And why the hell is a little girl that stupid to walk away like that? Oh, I want to go to the toy store. Man, man. I don't know. There's just certain scenes that bugged the hell out of me that was so stupid. You know, you're a stupid blues driver. Like, you know, F you for doing that. The little girl, you're a freaking moron. You know, all them oh, kids, you're stupid. idiots for almost killing that guy. And Oh, and then the, 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 my very last thing. When they're in that room and they're like, we're trapped. How do we get out of here? I don't know. And then they're like, hey, they look up. They climb up to the roof. And it's then that they notice there's a, there's an opening that they could go to. So in reality, imagine there was no opening. They would have just gone on the roof and be like, well, we're just on the roof of this building. What now? What do we do? I don't know. <laughs> just stay here. So it's just like kind of like, how do they even know? If we go up there, we'll probably see an opening. It, they, they just, you know, freaking what's her name actually... You know, Chris happened to look over and say, hey, we could go through there. And then they decide to walk and this and that. And, and there you go. You know, so, so yeah, so there you have it. You know what? 
out of all these things, all these people, they're all morons, they're all idiots. I get it's for the freaking movie, but you know what? F you. Honestly, I don't understand about the whole that like the Playboy magazine and her looking like the monthly um issue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like the kid, I don't I don't understand what was the one kid's obsession with like that. And I was like, just take it back. You'd have less problems. Just give back the book. Yeah, see, that see cuz in reality, that's all they wanted. They wanted the book. Like they didn't mm-hmm. want anything else. So so that was the that was the one thing is just like that's all they really wanted it was like hey give us back the book you know they didn't, at that point they didn't even care they did not care about the kids anymore but the you know for them to be chased they had the book with them but yeah in the end it's just like why why give them the book you know and I mean I can get it like he took his dad's Playboy so he has to make sure that his dad doesn't find out the Playboy's taken but you know I and you know one last thing that I do I I actually say I enjoyed. The scene was with the gang in the train, actually, you know, because that was cool because they said two F words in a movie and the most PG-13 or most all PG-13s, they're only allowed one F word. Once they say more than one, it becomes an R rating. But this movie actually had two F words in it. So they were able to get get away with it in which there was um, there was a third F you uh, word is the part where. She, the Brenda was trying to get the hot dog, but they added that you know they the Chris Columbus, the director, loved that line so much, but they had to you know take it out or else it would have became an R movie. But I love that part, and then you know they throw the freaking knife at his foot. So then later on, that weird doctor is like, "Oh, what happened? Yeah, the knife fight guy, he died." Oh, so when they go out to him, he's like, "Oh, he's your friend. Oh, he's dead." And then <laughs> you know, so they figure they're dead. So that was actually one scene that I like now. So yeah. So any last words on the film? Um, overall, I think it's a great movie that you could just, anybody can watch, no matter what age you are, and I think it'll never get old, it's just full of melancholy, um, (laughs) crazy, adventurous, um, just, um, crazy stuff, and I, and just stuff that I think that everyone wishes they would get into, like, I don't know, I always wanted to get into some type of weird, awesome adventure, if I was setting, you know? Yeah, probably not. The most adventures you'd probably just be like, oh, I'm cleaning some throw up up or something. <laughs> something, something yeah. like that. Yeah, but, um, it is. It is. It is good. It, it's great to like you know, to think out of the box and just like let your mind wander and imagine things because like reality sometimes is just too depressing. Yeah, and then it's um, the thing about this movie is that. If you notice, it's not your typical 80s movie because most 80s movies feature prominently 80s songs, but this movie didn't have... Like, if you listen to the soundtrack, it wasn't 80s music. Like, it wasn't the typical, like, 80s music. It was a lot of, like, you know, different style, like, songs. Like, uh, like I can't think of what years and all of them. But, I mean, hell, you had... And then he kissed me. They started off, instead of using the typical, like... 80 song you had that song you know playing you know that that doo-wop era style music or most i don't know when the hell that song was released you know yeah, you had all that late, you know. late 50s yeah you know and then what was the, what was the song at the end when they're trying to rush home you know and they're and yeah how the hell is that even possible as she's cleaning the kitchen she's able to clean up the whole kitchen as the parents pull up get out of the car walked to the door within that minute she was able to clean the whole kitchen i don't know that's just stupid movie magic at that time elapsed time i don't know it was dumb so what yeah about, what about on weird science when like everything is getting sucked 
out and like you know all the furniture is coming back and then the car pulls up and like half of it's just like all like you know like not all of it's well well we're gonna get to that movie soon so I, i i i really would want to get into that and respond but i'd rather save it for the actual episode i know well, who knows? All right, well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. It's a 1987 Adventures in Babysitting. Budget was $7 million, and in the box office made $34 million. And also, um, also too, this movie was, they actually shot a pilot, a television pilot. Though, it was never picked up, and it, it um... And there was a, a lot of females that auditioned for the role, or they wanted to play Chris in this movie, but a lot of women turned it down. So you can actually look that up. I really don't want to get into that. But yeah, so there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. It's our episode of Adventures in Babysitting. But as always, it is time for, you know, Sanchez's 80s song of the week. So I, um, it was kind of like this week, I was kind of hard because I'm like, what can I. I really, I've been in a weird melancholy uh, mood lately because when it comes to 80s, 80s is extremely, like, something that I had, um, I had shared uh, a lot, you know, with, um, what you call it, with my wife. <laughs> so we are actually now separated and gonna go through a divorce. So um, it's really hard because there's a, a lot of that, you know, music um, that we, was, we were just huge 80s fans. So it's kind of hard when you try to pick songs now or, or listen to stuff because you're always reminded from that because in the early days you had, we had that. We had the, the 80s music, you know, that we would listen to together, you know. Last week I played Obsession and I remember I played that, you know, as a joke, you know, when we first, before MySpace there was Friendster and I remember I left a comment on there and we, we talked about, you know, that song and I started playing the lyrics she played and we just had, we had that joke, you know, and there's a lot of music. So it was always hard, especially Depeche Mode, you know, Depeche Mode is something that we held near and dear to us. I mean, on our first year anniversary, we actually met Martin Gore and Andrew Fletcher of Depeche Mode up in Santa Barbara. We got to hang out with them for a night and we got to talk with Andrew Fletcher. We took pictures and everything. You know, actually, I posted that once early on our page, but I never actually got to talk about it. But yeah, so it's 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 really hard to pick songs now because it's just like kind of like it's like damn it, like we're you know. And so you know, last night I felt very melancholy. If you follow us on Brothers Bear, I chose like a very like haunting, weird, melodic song from Twin Peaks. So it's like, what can I? You know, this week it's like, well, you know, do want to give you something because most '80s music is happy and lively. So it's hard to find that downer, you know, like stuff sometimes. And it's just like, nah, it's like, you know, but I just wanted to share that with you guys. So, so this week, you know, it's like, all right, well, what, what can I give you? So, all right. So, you know what? I'm going to choose one because this is one of those songs that always, I I learned and then I always had this story with her and it was back when early in my early days when I used, when I might still do when I, but I used to close on Saturday nights. There used to be a radio show on a a local station here in Los Angeles where they played from seven o'clock till um i think it was either 1 a.m all 80s all 80s all the time and it was it was hosted by richard blade and he would always give you this cool insight and info and people call call in and 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 request and i remember being at work and then at the time you know we were actually we were just friends at that time she would be sometimes getting ready for to go out or something with her cousin this and that and then like so she would be listening to 
And I would be listening. I remember there was always this thing where there was this one day. A guy calls. He's like. And he flat out sounded like a troll. He's like. Hey dog. Hey. You know what? He's like. I want to hear camouflage. The great commandment dog. And I remember laughing. <clears throat> laughing. Because I'm like this cholo. Like what the hell? But I didn't know what he was talking about. And when they played the song. I was impressed. I was like. Holy hell. I had never heard of this band. And I was like. Dude. This sounds awesome. And it was funny. Because it was like. A cholo. Like requesting this song. Like dude. He knew what was up. Like. I was shocked by that. And I remember she actually heard that. And then to this day, we always joked about that song. And then all the cholo, remember? So I thought, and you know, the weird, cool little tribute I thought I would give you tonight or today or whatever, whenever you listen to this, I'll give you Camouflages, The Great Commandments. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. That's our episode that we have today. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed uh, Renata this week. She's going to be posting... Once again, Renata, give a little info. And I mean, I know you don't have it set, but just, you know, tease the fans about the contest in the sense of prizes. Okay, so the contest is going to deal with probably two to three prizes. Uh, one mostly being a guy's type of prize and one being a girl's. So, you know, I'm not going to favor, I guess, one gender <laughs> for this. So it'll it'll actually work out. Um my prizes, I really don't want to give out too much information. I actually don't want to give out any. Why should I tell them what's one of the gifts? No, 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 don't. Not yet. Okay. Well, one of the gifts um, is very um, 80s-ish, and it has to do with jewelry. So I'm not going to get into anything else, So, but you are going to love it, girls. And maybe some guys, who knows, but, um... Yeah, well, there's gonna be two prizes, ladies and gentlemen. There's gonna be a guy's and a girl's, so that guys could be a part of it, too. So it's not, you know, either you win the guy's prize or the girl's prize. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I will be posting, um... And if you guys are listening, um, I'll probably post, um, for the record, it's Sunday thing, um, tomorrow. Um, and I... I, I want to tell you what record I'm doing, but, um... No, you know, don't. Just leave it be. Out. Yeah, you'll find out tomorrow. And, um, because it'll actually go very well with what movie... With, with the movie, so, um... Yeah. You probably, you probably know which one I'm talking about, but I'm not going to say it. So All right. We're gonna, we'll save that for tomorrow. All right, cool. All right, ladies and gentlemen, well, there you have it. There's our episode. Follow us on Instagram. We also have a Tumblr... Everything is 88 miles per hour podcast. You can find us. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. So we're going to scale the side of the building so we could get to our DeLorean and travel back to the future.
everyone, Sanch here. Make sure to check out the Brothers Bear Podcast Live, a comedy show where two brothers and their best friend talk about everything from movies, cartoons, video games, comics, TV, music, and everything else entertainment. We are live every Monday night at 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, only on RantRadioNetwork.com. Hey, sorry for interrupting this great podcast you're listening to, but I'm Cody from Yeah, A Lot of People Like That, a great new movies podcast. Myself, along with my co-host Charlie, sit down and attempt to catch up on some movies that have passed us by. Recent episodes include box office hits such as The Avengers and Silver Linings Playbook, along with some smaller movies such as Cabin in the Woods and I Saw the Devil. Join us as we give a second opinion on movies. We'll also talk in recent movies, movie trailers, movie news, and just pretty much anything else we want to talk about. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook, and listen to us on iTunes and Stitcher. You don't have to search the whole long name of the show. We made it simple. Just search Yelpcast. That's Y-A-L-P-C-A-S-T. Yelpcast. Nice, short, and simple. Give us a listen. You won't regret it.
Now back to your regular scheduled program. This has been a Brothers Bear Network production.